Um, yes, first word, do it. Just do it. Because everyone has a great idea. Everyone has great idea with the great potential. But people are waiting for the good moment. But just do it. Every moment is very valuable for everyone, actually. Because uh, if you wait something, maybe someone will make happen your idea. And maybe they will follow with some things, but you can do better. So while you are waiting, just do it. Hey everyone, this is uh, Devin Miller here with another episode of The Inventive Journey. I'm your host, Devin Miller, the uh, patent and trademark attorney that helps small businesses as well as a serial entrepreneur. And uh, today we have a great episode of The Inventive Journey where we're going to walk through the uh, journey of uh, owner, and I have a hard time pronouncing your name, so I hopefully I did a reasonable amount of justice, um, but it's a, a fun one where we're going to hear a little bit about his journey. Um, short background, and he'll do a much better job of introducing himself, but uh, he's uh, not originally from the U.S., from Turkey, um, had a bit of experience or uh, worked in some refugees camps, saw some uh, lackings in the dental field and decided to come to the, or when he came over to the U.S., saw some of the similar things, and now he's into teledentistry, which is an interesting one because that would, as much as telemedicine, I thought would have, you know, I can see how that works. Dentistry always, I always in picture the, the dentist with drills and with, you know, filling cavities. And so it's an interesting one. I think that uh, excited to have, have, uh, have you on. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks so much, Devin. Thank you for having me today. Um, just, I would like to briefly introduce myself. I am a dentist and I'm an assistant professor of the public health science. And I am the founder of the Moonhead, California-based teledentistry company. Hmm. And um, when, I, when it comes to my journey, firstly, I would like to explain the, my uh, journey before United States. Because I would like to explain, actually, how Moonhead uh, come to, you know, how idea of Moonhead come to my brain or our team. And also uh, how my journey was started or my, uh, my journey started. So <clears throat> I need, I need uh, to go back in time a little bit, actually. Sure. Um, I have more than 10 years of experience um, in oral health promotion in the refugees and the vulnerable populations, different mm. countries and different places. Um, when I was a first grade student, just a student at the uh, dentistry faculty or school of dentistry, so I, start, I have started to participate in uh, public health studies, field, and like, um, field studies like the nursing homes, senior homes, and other, for example, people with disability centers. And I just decided at that time, this is my way. This is, um, you know, like my patient. And mm. I decided I have to follow this way. This is my way. This is my life journey actually not just the inventive this is my life journey mm. and um after my graduation i start my own project in the northern iraq first and at the primary schools and the refugee camps so mm. um they were a lot of projects already existing they, you know going ongoing but i just realized that the projects are not totally practicable for example, uh, if we are talking about the refugee camps, there is no even, there is no even uh, sufficient clean water. 
So as a dentist, how can I recommend it to people? You have to brush your teeth three times a day and you have to rinse your mouth, right? With the water. This is, this is yeah, it is easy to say. It's a good thing to say, very common, but it's not practicable. So we need to something new. We need, we need to something different. And I developed my own concept, which is more practicable which is more acceptable also because I am using some cultural codes and it is easy to gain their trust because working with the refugee population, it becomes very difficult because mm -hmm. of some um, mental health issues and also some trust problems mm -hmm. you can imagine. Sure. So I came to United States to introduce my concept and I was just 25 years old when I uh, met the very famous professor here, and when I said, dear professor, thank you for your um, support for the public, but your project is not perfectly practicable, but I have better idea. <laughs> and every professor, every uh, amazing people here, they liked this idea. And I was accepted as a postdoctoral scholar first at the University of California, and my United States journey uh, began, like, began like that. Then, um, yes, of course, I have a good concept and good idea for the vulnerable population, but I would like to apply the worldwide because mm -hmm. I am just working in the Northern Iraq right now, for example. But when I checked also United States here, this oral health study is not perfect. Even in California, the California and Silicon Valley, you know, amazing, you know, welfare here, amazing people, people are happy, rich, perfect. But uh, when it comes to dental um, health, it is not perfect. But this is the Silicon Valley. So this is not the refugee camp. This is not the other study of the world. This is the first great country, right? Mm. Top country. So, um, I did this idea, I met the uh, Silicon Valley guys, like the amazing high-tech and software engineer guys, uh, my friends, uh, because this is so Silicon Valley. Diving yes. in just for a second to go into yes. what, you know, what the, so it almost sounds like with, whether you're in a refugee camp or, the, you know, first world country, whether you're in poor population, rich population, you know, wh whatever the demographic is. You almost have, it sounds like some of the commonalities of people still struggling with oral health or with, uh, within it or, you know, with that kind of uh, health within their mouth, right? Is that what you're saying? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So, you are right. So what are those, what are just a quick summary? And I, you know, I don't know that we want to go into all the intricacies of dentistry, <laughs> but what are kind of the commonalities or the problems you kind of see with people that they're the main struggles? Um, actually, people are not going to dentists. This is the uh, most important problem. Mm. For example, when I was in the northern Iraq, when I was at the camp, I uh, examined more than um, maybe 1,000 people. And many child, especially many child, children, they said that this is our first dental examination. And they had more than 10 dental caries. It is unbelievable, right? Mm. And they said, I said that, yes, this is the, uh, I know this is your first dental examination, but this is a great opportunity because one is perfect, you know, better than the zero. And <laughs> one dental. better than what you were before, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You know that the one dental examination can change many things because people, they don't know what's going on here. People, they don't know 
even educated people or mm. rich people, they don't know what's going on here. Some people are just going to dentists and they know they have some dental problems, but they don't know actually why they have dental problems and how can they deal with or cope with the dental problems, right? Mm. So because of this reason, one dental examination with the motivational and the educational tools can change many things. I really believe it because I did great things in the Northern Iraq. I changed many things there. And now I am here. I would like to serve the American people as American people. Hmm. So that, that is, uh, that's yes, yes. The dental examination is very important. And in the United States, I checked the facts here and I saw that almost, almost um, half of population, they are not going to dentists regularly. Also in California, we have the same status. Why they are not going to dentists? I checked the facts. Why? And I figured out that the most important thing, most important problem, of course, financial problems. It's very expensive. I have to say that yet. I confess it's expensive <laughs> because I know also other side of the world. And when I compare the United States price, yes, it is expensive. But we have high technology here and we have great opportunities, amazing people and amazing opportunities, right? So yes. we can deal with, we can, you know, um, reach to everyone every, and everyone can be seen by a dentist. So pardon me, and I'm going to jump in because I, I, sure. when we explain, so let me, I'll give the audience just a, a, I think what a quick overview is and you can certainly do it. So we're not talking about someone getting a drill and actually drilling their mouth and doing their own cavities, right? Well, yeah. it, it, what we're talking about in teledentistry is kind of that let's do what would be the, the checkups or people can, whether it's, you know, get a, a camera and, the, and, and they can hold it in a position while the dentist is watching and, and instructing them how to navigate it. They can actually do almost like a checkup or, hey, we've got, I've got gums that are hurting or I've got, you know, I just want to do a regular checkup or see what my, you know, see what my health is or my, my oral health is. And so with the technology you come up with, it allows you to, you know, remotely or via telemedicine, take some of that, you know, what would be a, some of the tools, primarily with a camera, look at the oral health and then do some of that checkup. So, hey, you may want to change your diet. Hey, you may want to floss a little bit more and that will help. And yeah, it would be great. You can come into a dentist. We realize, you know, if it's a refugee camp, they may not have access to a dentist or they, if it's in California, they just may not want to go into a dentist. Yeah. But you can at least do some of that educational and behavior change for people that aren't making it into the dentist so they can, within what they're doing, improve their oral health. Is that a fair summary? Absolutely. Perfect summary. You know, um, when I first met, Lee, met with my um, friend here, mm. the high-tech guys like the software engineer, I said that I need something like that. I need something, uh, some system to make oral consultation remotely. And they offered some teledentistry solution available on the market already. But I said that I am not looking for just a real-time consultation. I, I mean uh, video calling, for example. I am looking for as accurate as naked eye inspection or naked eye examination. Mm. And this is not that easy to build to something like that. Because you can talk to dentists right now with your phone. There are a lot of options. Or you can reach the doctor. But how can you show the problematic area? Mm. With your phone camera? No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's it probably a little hard to get in your mouth. So yeah. <laughs> it is very difficult, especially for the backside, like the molar area. It is very difficult to show. So, but it is not a big deal we can um, overcome, actually. But how? I said, 
we should produce high quality, user-friendly, and with affordable price, intraoral cameras. This is the first thing for us. And this intraoral camera um, should be very user-friendly because people or patients will use it, not the dentist or dental hygienist. Yeah. So we are producing intraoral camera for the patients. So everyone can buy this camera. Everyone can take a picture from their mouth, from their problematic area, and mm -hmm. then can share, they can, they can send to dentists. And the dentist, the our part, mm -hmm. with the, this image, we can assess, we can create dental reports. This dental report will be specific for you. And it, will, it is not a sophisticated dental report with some amazing, crazy words, something like that. It's very simple, very simplified dental report. Everyone can understand their problem mm. and everyone can track their problems. Every month, for example, every three months, whatever you want, you can do it. Just take a picture, send us. And we will create a dental report for you mm. and we will... We, we can educate the people with this way. We, we can motivate the people, people with this way. For example, in the California area, mm. especially low-income low, uh, families, mm -hmm. they have some benefits, but they don't know exactly. For mm. example, we, in the California, we have medical. The medical is offer almost free, generally free dental treatments for the low-income families. Mm. But when I talk to families, they don't know exactly how can go to dentist or how can use these benefits. With this idea, for example, we can educate the people. We can ask what's your insurance. And according to their insurance, we can match with the local dentist. Or mm. we can, um, you know, just to say you need to go to this center, the refugee health center or other centers. Mm -hmm. With this data, with this information also, we can open the new centers for the people. So, you know, one is you can provide education as to how they can change behavior. And if they don't go yes. to the dentist, you can at least provide that. And then for those that do need treatment, you can either help them to, they yeah. have private insurance. They can obviously recognize they have a problem, go use their insurance, or they can identify public options or reduce fee options or whatever is best suited for their situation. So that if they do have a dental problem that they do need to go into the dentist and do a face-to-face, -face, something Absolutely. to fix it, then they can have that option. No, I think that's cool. So yeah, you're a great audience, Devin. <laughs> <laughs> I'll become a, I'll become a, a promoter of of your uh, of your service. So far to do that, then I'd almost or taking it one step, you know, maybe further, kind of now switching a bit to the business side of it. So you come up with the idea, you know, you start to develop it, um, and then you know you get, you know, I been to your website. I haven't used your service yet, but uh, you have MoonHealth.com where people can go get more information, and you go to that. How do you get or how do you go out and start to promote that? And is it, do you go through insurance or, and, or have, if you have already or what is the plans to, I guess, depending on where you're at, but do you go to the insurance providers and something that they do? Is it something that the individual pays for? Is it something the government pays for? Is it something the refugee camps pay for? How do yeah. you, how do you cut? Cause you come up with a great idea and which I think is, is a cool idea and you come up with the technology. So how do you now go get that in the hands of the people that need it? Okay, it's a great question. Actually, we have different options here. We have different aspects because mm. I am not just a, a vendor here. I am also a public health expert. So mm. I am working with the government. I am working with the state, uh, you know, like the state fundings. Mm. And we have different options. 
as an individual, everyone can sign up to our platform right now. They can uh, order the intro camera, or if they already have intro camera, they can start to use this system. And for uh, first come, it's like the first month or second month, it will be free. Just we are now testing the system because of the uh, our idea, our perspective. We want to be uh, everyone try to use, and everyone can say, "Okay, this is a great system. I am. It's very beneficial for me." Or it's perfect, but you need to improve some part of the, this system. We are totally open for every opinion like that. So mm. the, the pilot testing, the pilot testing is very important for us. And now I met the many people here in California, like the uh, public health expert, and they are running the huge dental projects in the California, for example. And I said that I have a great idea for you because you need a dentist or dental hygienist to go to some places. But with this idea, we can just send one intro camera and we can train some, someone to use it. And some people can make examination and we can assess the pictures. Pictures. Mm. This is the, how it works. So we have different options. For the public health service, we are look, working with the state and the government funding sources. Mm. And for the uh, insurance company aspect, we are now working with the different insurance companies. We are still discussing how can we make perfect way to reach the population. Because different, every insurance company said, this is a great idea. This is win to win. Because mm. Devin, if you check the data, every 15 seconds, someone is going to emergency room mm. for the dental pain, dental problems. Mm. And there is nothing in emergency room, right? For the dental patients. If yeah. you go to dental, if you go to emergency, you have to, if you say the emergency high, you have to pay, right? You have to buy, pay more than $500. <laughs> yeah. And there is no dentist because we don't have dental equipment here. We're not. Absolutely. That. Absolutely. So they give you a little bit of paid medication. It's probably about a. Absolutely. This is yeah, great idea here. So people are going to emergency room because of the dental pain. Why? It is, it is not the meaning, meaningful things for me. People mm -hmm. can use the R system and the dentist can write what they needed. And this is very low cost if you compare the emergency room cost. And mm -hmm. insurance company, they are paying the, this money for the patients generally, right? And it is the totally like the waste of the money, waste of the economy. This is the, um, how, why we need the teledentistry actually. Also, we can eliminate the travel time. We can minimize the, um, like the away from work and the school for the everyone. And we, we can eliminate the waiting time during appointment. If so you hard yes. to maybe summarize, so one is the public option, which you're working with state and local government yeah. in order to offer it to probably likely low income people or low income earners or those that are most in need on that end. And then in addition, you're also chasing down on the insurance side, hey, health insurance providers reduce the um, cost or cost of going to the ER yeah. or emergency mm -hmm. room for mm -hmm. um, those type of in, in, uh, related things. And then uh, it sounds like, would you also go to the dental providers and, and say, hey, this is a way that you can see more patients or reduce time yeah. in the office. And also, especially now with COVID and everything else, where they're not having to go in the office, but they can do it remotely for some of the visits. So then my last question. So 
that's all for almost U.S. based. How do you do? How do you then, or maybe it's a two-step process. How do you get this down to the refugee camps, or that you know, to help those people? What's the thought or process there? Yes, uh, we have collaboration with the different NGOs right now worldwide in India, in the um, Turkey, in Iraq, Tanzania, Mali, Germany, Turkey right now, and we are uh, discussing actually how can we promote, how can we help, and. In Iraq, for example, at the refugee camp, they have internet connection. Mm. And I will send one internal camera or two or three internal cameras to a refugee camp. And I will educate remotely like the Zoom meeting. I will educate some nurse or healthcare providers at the camp. Mm. And these people, they will take a picture and they will send us and I will create the dental report. And mm. I will follow up. This is the follow up also important things here. I would like to highlight it because one visitation, it is, yes, it is very important, but follow-up, it is a perfect because to motivate the people. If you say so some, for example, one refugee camp, I, I make uh, oral examination first time. And the mm. second time I am saying, I will do it again uh, after three months, for example. And if you have a good score, if you have a doing better, I will provide some gifts or some benefits for you. Mm. And this is the amazing, you know, perfect motivational tools for the people. Also here in children, for example, at the primary schools. When I go to the primary schools in the California, I am saying, okay, I will come again. I will make this oral examination again. And the children like, they are waiting every day. They are brushing their tooth and they are waiting. Okay, Dr. Onur will come to me and he will bring some gift. Hmm. We need also teledentistry for the motivate the people like that. So um, for example, Northern Iraq, uh, we, we are working with the, some private dental faculty there, mm. uh, biggest dental faculty in the Middle East, actually. Uh, they have great, um, amazing staff there and also great high technology. So they will go to camp and they will follow the, all, everything. But after we implement the system, they don't need to go to the refugee camps also. Mm. Just someone, domestic people inside of the camp, they can take a picture, they can send us. Also like the emergency service. Yeah, and, and I, I like the idea in the sense that on the or the refugee camp, it almost allows for a lot of people that aren't able to travel there in, in yeah. live or in person or to do that and yet would still want to help. They can also say, hey, I can't, I'm not able to travel over in the country or the country is, you know, whether it's COVID and the country shut down or whether there's chaos yes. or anything else, they can still offer their services even if they're not able to be there in person. So I think that's a, a cool mission or a, yeah. a cool idea. Well, what I'd like to do is we're getting towards the end of the podcast and there's always lots more things I'd like to talk about than I ever have time. And I think I, I say it almost every episode that I wish I had more time to dive into lots more of the fun details. We are kind of reaching towards the end of the podcast and I always like to wrap it up with a couple questions. Sure. Um, so I'll ask, ask you those couple now. So the first one, and you know, this is all business related. So what was the worst business decision you ever made as related to this? Um, actually... Firstly, when I started this project, I thought that it should be public service mm. and I don't need any investment. This is actually, uh, it wasn't a cool idea because to make something fast, you need the investment, right? Mm. So I said that, okay, I would like to serve the people as always, and I can do everything myself with my power, but with, <laughs> when it comes to <laughs> high technology, your power is limited. 
Yeah. Of course, like the humanity is the other side. But uh, when you, if you are living in Silicon Valley, is money is everything to you. So my, I, I can say is my uh, maybe worst decision. Uh, but we are actually we uh, we deal with with this problem right now, because hmm. the system is ready and um, everyone can start to use it. Okay, no, and that makes sense. And so, yeah. In other words, you know, while while having just a purely public mission and thinking you can do it on your own, there are aspects of hey, if we really want to get this out, spread it wide, and make it make it successful, so we can offer it to people. Some you can't always do it on your own, and sometimes that investment dollars is needed. Yeah. So I think that's sure. a good, that's a yeah. good mistake, but also a good learning point to, uh, along <laughs> sure. the way. Um, second question I always ask is if you're getting someone that wanted to get started, is getting going in a startup or wants to get in a startup and just getting starting out, what would be the one piece of advice you would give them? Actually, there are a lot of things to say because this is you a lot of experience. One. Can't do a hundred. <laughs> I want the best one. <laughs> Firstly, um, yes. First word, do it. Just mm-hmm. do it because everyone has a great idea. Everyone has great idea with the great potential, but people are waiting for the good moment, but just do it. Every moment is very valuable for everyone actually, because uh, if you wait something, maybe someone will make happen your idea and maybe they will follow with some things, but you can do better. So why you are waiting, just do it. Because do it and if you will be, if you will be fail, fail quickly. It's you know, I think that's interesting because I've done, you know, done several of these podcasts and we do or several episodes and I ask the same questions at the end. And, you know, the one as far as a business failure is always a different one, right? Was the worst business yeah. decision of that because everybody has a different journey. And yet yeah, probably the number one answer of what would be the piece of advice is, is you, and there are different ones, but one of the main answers is always just do it, go out, try it, get out there. And it's just interesting how everybody that's out there doing it and actually, you know, being successful and getting things up and going and trying it there is telling everybody else, quick making excuses, get out and do it. So I think it's just interesting how that's, you know, almost a commonality between a lot of different people and a lot of different people or guests on the episode. So yeah, absolutely. Cool. So cool. Well, let me, I said, before we jump off or before wrap things up. So on this, um, what is the best way if people want to use your product, get involved, be an investor or anything else? What's the best way to reach out to you or get involved? We have the web page right now, moonhealth.com. They can uh, visit our web page and they can sign up right now. They can order the internal camera. They can receive the dental report and we can detect the dental problems at early stage. Okay, perfect. Yeah. So moon health and that's like moon in the sky. So M-O-O-N health.com. .com, we'll yeah. make it, sure to include that in the show notes as well. But yeah. uh, everybody that's wanting to get involved, get or get it, or get more information, or otherwise uh, become part of the program, uh, certainly go to moonhealth.com. So thank you again for coming on. It's been fun to have you on. It's been fun to hear a bit of your journey and to share. And look forward to seeing how it goes and the continued success. Um, for those of you that are are wanting to tell your journey or come on the uh, come on the podcast, you can always go to inventivejourney.com and you can uh, apply to be a guest on the podcast. Love to have you on. And um, for those of you that are needing help with patents or trademarks or other things, um, we certainly are happy to help and are here for you. And you can reach out to us at uh, Miller IP Law or at our website, MillerIPL.com. Thank you again for coming on. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun to have you on and uh, look forward to your ongoing journey being a success.
It's my pleasure, Devin. Thanks, thanks so much for this opportunity. Thank you.